Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. And this song is so insipid. I just, it just goes for the lowest, lowest common denominator of schmaltz and generational difference. This song comes out in the height of the Vietnam War protests and the generational divide in the United States when things are, when the country is really at a crossroads and he's like, hey, old people want to slow down. Young people want to speed up. Maybe we should all just kind of meet in the middle. I've always had, a, I, I don't know why Cat Stevens just raises my, my ire. I hate that song, Wild World. Um, the one I really love is if you want to back to this one now. again, you're just going to back the bus over Cat Stevens. I do. I really like, love speaking that. of Father's Day, you know who sucks? Cat Stevens. It's true sucks. though. 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys. Father's Day. Thank you, my friend. And the same to you. Yeah. Ben Barton, happy Father's Day. Indeed. Happy Father's Day to you. We, we are all the, the, the padding back circle. Padding back circle. Richly deserved for all the club. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, who knew when we were just little idiots running around that we would be uh, accomplished? Marginally successful parents. <laughs> Fathers at this point. <laughs> Marginally successful. Oh, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, um, real quick, before we get into the Father's Day music, Wilco's Cruel Country, we kind of gave it a um, a subpar uh, rating. I actually was the most generous of the three of us, I'd say. I think you were, but I, I have actually found where it works. I have found... Um, the place where you listen to cruel country it's after you watch your celtics lose Ah. and you're double masked walking through an airport but you also have a bee sting that's closed one of your eyes so in the (laughs) airport you're wearing sunglasses uh and you're just walking around with tweety through the airport that's that's when cruel country really comes through that um that must have been a uh a mixed emotions kind of experience for you there, buddy. It was it was bleak is what it was. It was bleak. We are taping um, a little early, a little pre-Father's Day. Game five has not actually happened. That's correct. Um, it's two, but two I would right say now. that game, game four was the best Warriors win since 2015. And it might have been Curry's all-time, second all-time greatest performance in a game ever. Oh, I, oh. I, can, I can relate this to Father's Day. I'm getting on the plane in Boston. And uh, the guy right at the door of the plane, you know, he's, he's bringing all the, the luggage down. And I hear him say, hey, your boy had a good game. And, and I'm like, oh, no. And then he's like, what did he, what did he have? Did he have 40? And I hear the voice of Del Curry say, no, no, he had 43. Oh, look at that. He was and, getting on the um, plane with you? And he's like, well, your boy's a, a, a fine basketball player. And I'm like. Your boy ruined my trip home. That's what he did. That's cool. Uh, Father's Day, indeed. So so here's what we're going to do on the format today. Our, our father's favorite songs, then bad songs about dads, mean songs about dads, and then finally bring it home with best dad songs. Uh, any other parameters? that I need to throw out there. That sounds pretty good. It's all clear. All right, Ben Barton, what's your dad's go-to song or what, what do you think it is? Maybe I should say. So, um, so the, my mom's favorite song is really easy. 
we've had this conversation. Uh, my mom's told me multiple times that that's her favorite song. Uh-huh. My dad's like uh, like us. He's a huge, huge, huge lifelong music fan. And so I never even really thought to ask him that. It's a weird question. Like a person who likes 10,000 songs, it's hard to be like, right. what's your favorite one? Um, and I did not. I chose not to ask him for this because I've got a particular song that I wanted to pull out. Okay. That always, always, always makes me think of my dad in the warmest possible light. Um, we mentioned that my dad's a musician. He's a much better musician than I am. He was in a band in the 60s. But his first love, his main love, is American folk music. All right. And he's been a like solo acoustic folk guy for my entire life. Um, he would just sit in the sit in the living room or sit up in his room playing his guitar, working it out. Po- he's not actually retired, but in his semi-retirement, uh-huh. he's brought the guitar back out and he's taken Sing Along Bill. That's the name of his act. Sing Along Bill. What? On the road. No. This is that's the most admirable thing for us 50-year-old white guys to know about <laughs> my dad. And when it started, he would take his Martin acoustic and go to oak open mic nights in Manhattan. Anywhere where there was an open mic night, my dad would haul his butt down there and then oh sign up. And so he I played love in Village. He played in Harlem. He played all over. Anywhere where they would let people go. And, and first of all, if you've been to open mic night, you know what it's like, right? Like, that's like, <laughs> that's like three, four, five miserable, super sad, broke singer-songwriters. And their songs are like, I'm sleeping on my friend's couch and I'm getting kicked out anytime now. Like, that's the whole thing. That's all sister. My dad gets up and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm Bill Barton and I'm an old folk guy. And so we're going to do some sing-alongs. And then he would do actual sing-along numbers with the crowd. I love this. But teach them the chorus of these songs. He'd have a long rap beforehand. And then he'd teach them the chorus of the songs. And then they would all sing along together. And he actually didn't come up with the name Sing-Along Bill. One of the miserable kids that kept seeing it because open mics was like, oh, my God, it's Sing-Along Bill. <laughs> As you might imagine, first, um, it's like, it's both shameless and guileless. And he'll, yeah. he'll do this like with our family too. Like anytime there's people who are around, he's like, let's fucking do this thing. Let me get out the guitar and do the sing-along Bill thing. It's so heartwarming and likable. His passion for this material is great. Um, he's got a bunch of numbers. I actually think that if I, if I really pressed him on it, he would probably choose This Land Is Your Land. That's probably his favorite song. Right. That's not what I'm gonna choose though. He's got a single song that is just a sing-along classic. And if you know this song at all, you'll know that it's a fantastic song to sing along to. This Little Light of Mine is one of my dad's best. Oh, let's go. Let's go. I sent Jeff a video of my dad doing this. You'll actually hear my voice really loud because I'm singing along. It's a sing-along. You hear my dad and the Martin behind it. um, And I'm pretty sure, well, we'll do it. We'll just do the, the verse and the chorus, and then I'll tell the story of the verse. When do, you, when do you want me to start? I think it's 1.30. So first of all, like I'm right there. It's a hilarious video. Because, I'm right at 1.36. Great. I'm He's so got a sad. lot of like chat beforehand about explaining the song and what it all means and stuff. But here he'll sit. Here we go. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Out of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. All right. So that's our that's our whole family. That's Jake's family and my family. You hear the dog bark. That's a yeah. classic of this genre. Uh, yeah. My dad's <laughs> not outside the house. If he's in the house, the dog barks along with him. He's got to let it shine, too. Um, I've always loved this song. But when my dad like reinstated himself to sing along, Bill, it's really come to live in my brain. And in particular, uh, that, that's one of the verses he always does. Another one is God woke me up this morning. I'm going to let it shine. Dude, when I'm in my right head, like when I'm in a good headspace, that could just be my theme song. Like nice. that's the actual thing that I do. God wakes me up. I just let it shine. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so 
Can he actually, like, is he still doing this? Is he still showing yeah, up? He does it, and he, he does it at old people's homes. He does oh. it, like, he, he he does that song in this old Jewish home, and they're like, fuck yeah, we'll let it shine. We <laughs> <laughs> have no beef for that. I cannot wait to see this at some point. I am going to make it. It is really worth seeing. He's fantastic. All right. Great stuff. Jeff Simons. Um, well, I got the... Uh... I got the uh, right answer uh, accidentally from the source. Okay. Um, I found out something this week. So I just saw my parents this week because they flew out for Will's graduation oh, from high school. And I found out that there is actually a family member checking out the podcast. Who? The old man is binge listening to the 50 years of music what? podcast and he has taken mild umbrage to his oh i would imagine so to his occasional um uh participation and his, un, uh, his unsanctioned <laughs> participation so, he's listened to it more um, than you this is great yeah so anyway but it's very sweet he's a huge fan he's a huge fan of the podcast particularly you guys he thinks right. you guys are just the greatest so oh believe me my dad feels the same way about people who are yeah. not in the other podcast for sure i told you my dad like has listened to your record multiple times it has a favorite song on that's, your that's unbelievable. unbelievable 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 um anyway so um I wanted to get the song right because I wanted to not like stick him with a John Denver song and, and make him pissed off. Right. So, but this tells you everything you need to know about my parents. I went to mom's cell phone. Mom, push comes to shove. What is dad's all time favorite song? And when I'm about to play comes back and there's two versions. So I asked this band or that band, Uh huh. this band, by the way, it's me. So no secret. What? Dad, this is you? Yes. Why are you answering mom's phone? I'm not. We have our phones set up so that any text message to one of us goes to both of us no. and vice versa. What? And That's I'm just amazing. like, I do not know. Gentle listeners who are not my dad, I do not know what to do with this. Like, I mean, my wife and I are pretty tight. And the idea that we would share a text message, I just can't even. I can't even. I, I can't would, even, do you know they only have one email address? Oh, they don't have separate email addresses. They awesome. have an email address that they share. Now they apparently share a cell phone text experience. Chain. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so they that, must not text a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, I think mean, they text quite a bit, actually. But I mean, it's good to know that when I write to my mom, like, ugh, dad's pain in the ass, but he's getting it. Where's my, there's no creep. There's no sneak factor available. He's so anyway, He's Dad, I know over. I've got this right because you are that you told me the answer. My dad's all-time favorite song is a banger. It's such a great choice. It's a deep cut from the four tops. This Ooh. version didn't chart, but the Temptations went top ten with it three years later. My dad's all-time favorite song is Bernadette by the Whoa. Four Tops. Let's go. Your dad's awesome. That's so much better. Is the Temptations who do the one that I've heard? Yeah. Isn't that better? That's a lot better. I know. The four tops crack me up. They they sing, you know, they had that one big hit with Reach Out, I'll be there. They sing every song like that. Like (laughs) they that guy is so urgent. Like, you know, like I imagine what it was like going grocery shopping with him. 
get the milk. You got to run down there and get the I mean, like that guy had hypertension to be sure. Every song the four tops sings like the end of the world is happening, right? Even Sugar Pie Honey Bunchy sings like, <laughs> like it's the end of the universe. Oh, but yeah, so much better. But Bernadette, the Temptations version is the one I know much better, but that's uh, that bass line is just oh, crushing. Oh, he is walking. Yeah. He's going for a full meander. I love it. <laughs> All right. So, my, you know, my father passed away when I was 13. My memories of music, like, gosh, like big band stuff. The guy could foxtrot like nobody's Ooh. business. Um. Born in 1933, you know, I, oh, think wow. it was, I think it was Big Band that really captured his attention. Um, but I, well, I, when was your uh, dad born, Ben? Thanks for asking. 43, maybe? 43, mine's, 43, mine's, mine's 46. Okay. So, yeah. Well, uh, I, I asked my big brother, I'm like, what song comes to mind if you were to think of dad's favorite song? And he went with... <laughs> Convoy by C.W. McCall. You do not have to tell me the name of the artist. I am all over that. Coming right up, my friend. Uh, that's actually still Bernadette. Sorry, like, everyone. Wow, Here we go. Very similar. Well, breaker one nine. This here's a rubber duck. You I know the song really on. well. Yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown, come on. Yeah, that's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we've got us a convoy. It was the dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pig Pen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. I do remember listening to that song uh, on family trips. I remember at one point uh, driving to Disney World, we got a CB so that we could uh, talk to the truckers and find out where the where the Smokey was. Uh, C.W. <laughs> McCall. Uh, the reason why he was my dad's favorite is because they share the same hometown, Audubon, Iowa. No way. C.W. McCall, born in 28. My dad, born in 33. And so uh, when McCall got famous, my dad was right there to cheer him on. C.W. McCall was 47 years old when he had this one hit wonder. That's right. That's amazing. <laughs> he was an, a, an advertising exec. That's amazing. And then he goes and cranks out this tune. I love that ridiculous female chorus in the hey, middle Jeff, of it. Do you know off the top of your head? Which comes first, Devil Went Down to Georgia or this song? I think this song. Devil Went Down okay. to Georgia is like a yeah. year and a half later. Because then they owe him some royalties. Right, I like know. The verse is identical. The Devil Went Down. It just sped identical. up. It's exactly the same thing, just like like 50 BPM faster. Yeah, no. I love sure. that they got the, the fucking in there, too. We're going to take this trucking convoy across <laughs> the USA. Like, yeah, right. I'm sure they had like 100 people sing fucking, and then they got the one T sound to cover it. And they got a, it becomes a movie with Chris Christopherson yes. and Ally McGraw. It was such a big hit, number one hit in the USA. It was the first it time a movie. I saw a, a, a bare ass on a movie theater screen. Oh. Because one of the truckers moons one of the, uh, one of the cops. I, it's, a, it's still like an indelible memory <laughs> in my head. It's so funny. People now complain. They're like, you know, a video game was made into a movie and they're like, it's so stupid. Don't they have any ideas at all? They literally made a movie called Convoy about this unbelievably dumb song. Like yeah, they sat the scriptwriters down and yeah. they're like, what do you have? And they're like, we got we got the song. And they're like, okay, so we got Rubber Duck, right? That's, that's yeah. one yeah. of the names. Yeah. <laughs> like they had yeah. nothing. Nothing. And then when they redid the song for the movie, they made it more of a, a Rubber Ducky 
sound with the chorus. Was, yeah, boing, boing. Yeah, Man, it had like a little squeaky noise going on. It was on. unfortunate. By All the right. way, Chris Christopherson and Allie McGraw were huge stars. This was not like yeah. a B roll, like no. Charles Bronson and Convoy. Like Chris Christopherson did A Star Is Born next after this movie. <laughs> so great. Awesome. All right, we got to move on. Enough about our fathers. Let's talk about everyone's fathers. And just to clarify, we're looking at songs about dads or songs that mention dads. I am taking out of the running uh, Eleanor Rigby because Father Mackenzie is not the type of father we're talking about. Okay, good to know. I'm taking out uh, George Michael's desire to be your father figure because, again, not really what we're talking about. And uh, I'm sorry to the kinks, Father Christmas is off the table as well. So that is a five-star Christmas song. It is. It's an excellent Christmas song. All right. Bad songs that are about dads. Any nominees? Worst song about a father? You want to do this first, Jeff, or should I? Sure. I'm going after a sacred cow. I'm going to go after one of the ones that shows up on every list. I figure I, it's easy to find a, a Cats in the Cradle? Song. Even worse, it oh, that was mine. Mine is Cats in the Cradle. Oh, good, because I grabbed the other one, which is this unforgivable song. Oh, dear. Jack Stevens? Oh. First of all, start singing anytime. Do we have to hear this four times? It's not time to make a change. Just relax. Take it easy. I'm gonna just stop right there. We've all heard this song. Yeah, we but I, I, there's a lot of things I really dislike about the song. The first is, Cat Stevens's records are so profoundly amateur. Like yeah. the recordings sound bad. He's not a very good player. Whoever he has playing lead in the background, which probably does him, it's obviously a first pass. Like the background guitar on this song is like a guy like, are we in D? I think we're in D. No, we're in G. And he's just like, bloody, bloody. it doesn't have any, uh -oh. anything. Okay. And this song is so insipid. I just, it just goes for the lowest, lowest common denominator of schmaltz and generational difference. This song comes out in the height of the Vietnam War protests and the generational divide in the United States when things are, when the country is really at a crossroads. And he's like, hey, old people want to slow down. Young people want to speed up. Maybe we should all just kind of meet in the middle. I've always had it. I don't know why Cat Stevens just raises my my ire. I hate that song, Wild World. Um, the one I really love is if you want to We're back to this one again. You're just going to back the bus over Cat Stevens. I do. I really like, love Speaking that. of Father's Day, you know who sucks? Cat Stevens. It's true, sucks. though. It's true. I love that Harold and Maude <laughs> song. It's just great. I really dislike everything else this guy has done. I have really tried. But I hate father to son. I just am like, I just think it 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 um, it just it's just trolling it, in the most cliched, like banal, unsophisticated understandings of of the parent child relationship. And I give it two poops down. All right, real quick. In that same era, uh, Neil Young records "Old Man." Much better. Not a father song, though. Not a father song. It's about a caretaker on his uh, ranch. A little more interesting. Who turns out to be his dad. Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, who knew? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right. Strong feelings there. Ben Barton, do you have strong feelings? So the first thing I'll notice, choosing a bad song about a dad is just fish in a barrel. If you search best <laughs> yes! songs about dads on Google, these yeah. are the first five, five entries, all of which would be worthy. Song for Dad by oh. Keith Urban. Dance with my father, Lucifer Andros. Oh man. <laughs> my father's eyes, Eric Clapton, which is oh. like, oh boy. Oh. He didn't have to be by Brad Paisley. And then coming in at number five, which I can't believe he's not number one, Daughters by John Mayer. Oh, and that's so I hate that. Oh, song. dude. Oh, and you man. haven't even gotten to the living years by Mike and the Mechanics, which is right. also and also keep in mind, I actually have daughters and I despise that stupid song. Hate that song. That being hate said, it. I'm gonna go for one that people in our generation will frequently love and point to. It's a great song about parenting or being a dad, which is Catch in the Cradle. Here's some things that I hate. No, 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 please. No, stop. <laughs> Here's some things that I hate about Catch in the Cradle. First of all, this is just like generational torture pain. 
Like this guy's a horrible, horrible father, and then he passes along to his son, and that's the end of the song. There we <laughs> <Yep>. go. <laughs> Second, why is Harry Chapin so busy? Like, is there some reason he can't spend time with his children? Like, he's got to write other songs that are not this shitty song. Like, well, what is he thinking? And I get it. Maybe he's maybe he tours a lot, but you know, like that he could tour through two hundred days a year, and then the rest of the time he could be with his child. He doesn't yeah. have to ignore his freaking son. I hate this stupid song. Also, what does the chorus mean? It's a chorus. Oh. It's just like wordplay. Cats in the cradle. Song, moon, June, spoon, bloom, tune. <laughs> yeah. Like that's you know, the other not, thing that's... He's not there to read nursery rhymes to him. No? Uh, I don't know. Should we, we should play a little bit of it, though. Oh No, don't. Timmy, you uh, go. Let's go. Uh, and we're not playing any of mine. My least favorite song about dads is definitely Mike and the Mechanics. Oh, the living years. The living that song years. is sad. We have to play a little bit of it. Oh, we do. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And Timmy, I mean, you made this happen. It's your oh, fault. Man. Here we go. Oh, oh boy. I mean, just <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, sound one on the Yamaha DX7. This is what it sounds like when you take the cellophane off and plug it in. Oh, <laughs> they're like, hey, you know what would be better is if the final countdown was slow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, or if the final countdown we had a calypso beat. Oh man, I wasn't. Stop it! Stop it! Oh, it's so bad. So that's that's the third iteration of Genesis. Like Peter Gabriel leaves, and we have Genesis, and then without Phil Collins, we have Mike and the Mechanics. I mean, it's what's amazing the, how many. And then Phil the, Collins solo, like. Tony Banks must have been like, I, I'm the worst. He's the only guy who didn't have a number one hit song, solo or, I mean, it's amazing. Right. Tony Banks must be awful. His solo record must just be like unlistenable. Our third category, our third category, mean songs about dads. Mean songs. What'd you pick? Uh, so father of mine is the obvious one. Yeah, we discussed yeah. that at length. So we I just want to get that. that out of the way. So good. Um, and then again, this is a rich load. There's a whole bunch of them. Like there's a, if you just do like rap songs about bad dads, <laughs> plenty, <laughs> plenty, plenty to choose from. I decided to go with Pusha T's The Story of Adidon, which I believe I previously name dropped. This is a, um, Drake does a diss track about Kanye and Pusha T. And then Pusha T comes back with his own diss track. It's a three-minute, just scorched earth assault on Drake. When you start at minute one, he says, your dad walked out when you were five, hell of a dad thing. Now you talk about marriage like a wedding is a bad thing. Just goes right for him. Ouch. And 20 seconds later, he goes, this, this is deeper than rap. Let's stick to the facts. You're hiding a child. And then he name drops Drake's actually kid and calls him a deadbeat Steve Harry suit wearing motherfucker. <laughs> wow. And I mean, he just drills him. Um, and basically, here's why the song is perfect for that. It captures both sides of it. And the fact that it's Pusha T, a guy who put out a record called My Name is My Name because he's a drug pusher. <laughs> it's like, you're a bad person. Take care of your fucking children. Amazing. Wow, that's a good one. Um, my mine is a, a song I actually really love. Um, I bought this record in 1994. But remember when they used to have listening booths in uh, sure. record stores? Yeah. So this stupid record was in a listening booth. I listened to the first two songs. It was like this is one. This is just fantastic. I love both these songs. Bought the record. It turns out tracks three through eleven not that strong. But um, the first two songs, it's a guy named Denzel. And the record's called Pub. He never made a second record. I don't know anything about this guy. There's some singer-songwriter who somehow got a record deal, um, made one record. Nobody bought it but me. Even now, this record came out in 1994, and this song has fewer than 2,500 listens on Ooh. Spotify. I mean, this wow. went nowhere. This song is phenomenally good. Um, and it's called Running This Family. And uh, I'm going to jump. I want you to hear the second verse and the bridge and then into the third verse. Because it's uh, and it is basically if if Cats in the Cradle was smart 
and wry and a little witty and actually had something to offer, it would be this song. But this is just a brutal description of how generational dysfunction gets passed on. So um, you're gonna have to forgive me while I find the right place to start here. We forgive you. That's a good right about there. Okay, ready? Here we go. In a family. The miracle of life, what have we done? We made a baby from a bottle of rum. Dr. Wade, the rat missing this child's trunk. She fell asleep in hospital, woke up in the slum, and I'm sad when this beautiful girl calls me dad. And she's So that that whole description of somebody hooking up with her on his couch. Oh, oh my God. Doctor waved her at me and said, This child's drunk. She fell asleep in hospital and woke up in the slums. I mean, that it's great. It's great wordplay. It's a great yeah. song. You know, I'm what, sad. What's his name? Denzel, D-E-N-Z-I-L. Oh, never heard of this guy. One and done. Well, and I mean, not even one. He made a record, and I, I'm apparently the only American who bought it, but uh that's well, my you, that's my mean dad song right on all, right on the you, money yeah you're all his picks about mean dads or better i mean i thought the fact that your daddy couldn't dance and your mama didn't rock and roll or was bad enough no uh my pick i actually i went with billy jean by michael jackson you don't have to play it we know the song but that's a bad dad right there maybe isn't the whole point that maybe he's a bad dad? I don't know. I think he's just trying to tell us. Billy Jean is not my love. You worried about it for 40 days and for 40 nights, Timmy. You know why? Because <laughs> it's his. That's why. I think a Robert Johnson song is is probably a better better example of bad dad than that, but okay. Uh, we also have Papa Was a Rolling Stone. I was going to say. I would have picked that if we ha I hadn't already spent 25 minutes talking about it in 1972. Yep. Uh, Papa Don't Preach. And she's got that's a song not a bad called, dad. She's got a song called Oh Father that's a much oh, like, you're right. closer yeah, to the yeah. target. I remember yeah. that. That one's rough. Uh, and doesn't um doesn't Pro Jam sing, isn't Jeremy, Jeremy's dad's fault? Daddy didn't give so. attention? I think he's one of the people on the list, though. It's not just the dad. It's not just yeah. him? No. All right. He gets bullied, <laughs> but I mean, there's a but like there's a whole stepdad genre of which Pearl yeah. Jam oh, has got a yeah. lot of material on yes. that front. Yeah, no um, question about that. All right, well let's uh let's bring it home to our favorite dad songs. Timmy, uh, you go first. All right, I mean, so many because I'm a sucker for a good country song about a dad like Coward of the County or Boy Named Sue. But I didn't, I didn't pick those. We also have some low-hanging fruit here, Jeff Simons, that you're not picking. 
Adrian Ballou's Oh Daddy Daddy. Yeah, I'm not picking that. Which is a lovely little song. <laughs> it's not that lovely. You and your Adrian Ballou bashing. I will I will brook no quarter. <laughs> um, Thank I, you for that, Timmy. That was well done. <laughs> I'm going to pick uh, a song that, that I, I maybe has the flip side of this kind of generational dysfunction that you all have been talking about. I'm going to pick Greg Brown's Late Night Radio. And I'd like you to start Jeff Simons at one minute and 48 seconds, if you would, please. We're almost sleeping, tucking in our legs and arms. We're almost dreaming, looking through the rain at the little lights of the farm. If we get stuck in the mud, my daddy, he will carry us, I know. The music's coming all the way from Texas on the late night radio. children are back in that nest where I used to be Every time they peek up I say you kids now try to get a little sleep And the older girl says daddy I wish you could drive all night just go and go Oh I love it when it's raining can we listen to the radio As the fourth child um, in a Buick LeSabre and the baby of the family, I often got that that back window. I, I had a little nest behind my older siblings. I had a pillow and a blanket back there the days before car seats <laughs> were the law. And I would just sleep in the back of the blue Buick LeSabre. Um, and so when, that, when I heard that song, it reminded me so much of those days. And I think the the key for fatherhood or at least the key that i felt when i was a child was safety and um and being secure and that my father was in charge and 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 i would be protected and there's a a heartbreaking line at the end of ernest hemingway's indian camp that goes in the early morning on the lake sitting in the stern of the boat with his father rowing he felt quite sure that he would never die. Uh, and somehow that song evokes that for me. And now he's the driver and the daughter's like, let's just, let's just keep driving. Let's just go. Uh, I nowhere else I'd rather be that, than right here listening to late night radio with dad. Oh, of course, when Hemingway wrote those words, his, his father had committed suicide by that time. And then Hemingway would go on. I was oh my God. All right. Sorry. First of all, that's not know where to stop selection. an anecdote. I was having like such a nice little moment. Like Tim's bringing the poetry. And then he's like, of course, all things inevitably inexorably turn to dust. What's your pick, Ben? Wait, hold on. I just had to note that this is how good a dad your dad was. And I'm going to assume that you're this good too. That uh -huh. you felt super safe riding in the trunk. That four seat <laughs> is the trunk, my friend. I got some news for you. When the girls would like when, when their friends are in the thing, the people in yeah. the back, I'm like, yeah. your luggage. Okay. So I just don't <laughs> want to hear from the luggage. Keep your heads down, silence back their yeah. luggage. Yeah. My dad would be like, make a fort. I'm like, yeah, fort. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. All right. Uh, so I will note uh, several other songs that I've already mentioned about dads that I love. Papa Don't Take No Mess is one of my all time favorites. Mm. He does slap around his kids. So I have to leave that out yeah. for these purposes. Good call. Um, most of all, Brandy Carlisle, I did that as part of the Mother's Day one, but the, the two of the verses are about her dad and they're beautiful, beautiful verses, but we already discussed that. So I'm going to choose a really swirly weird song, When Water Comes to Life by Cloud Cult, and I'm going to explain why. Uh, this song has a, a very short mention of dads, but it's a very evocative one. Um, but this song actually reminds me of being a dad in the following way. I previously described a super fun kids mix, which was the 
compromise mix that I made with the girls where we chose songs that we both like to listen to. In the pre-Super Fun Kids mix days, I would just try and press music on them of all different kinds, often to limited to no effect to a complete angry pushback. This was one of those songs I thought. This was just a song that I slipped in there along with a bunch of other things. Basically, I would just play my favorite songs on shuffle and hope that something took. And, and I frequently, I would never hear anything back. Where like, Dolly is like 17 and George is 15. And Dolly is like, hey, do you remember that song? And it's it's got a whole bunch of strings. It's like a string song. And then she's like, and then at the and then the the person dies and the dads, the angels come. And what the angels find is a picture of a, a locket with a picture. And in the picture is the child in daddy's arms. So do you remember that song? And I'm like, chills up my spine, like to, like to weep. And I'm like, oh, I do remember that song. And then we played it. And dude, it's not one of Dahlia's favorite songs. She's got a whole like cloud cult when water comes to life thing amongst her friends. She wow. and her friend Kaya have discussed possibly getting matching tattoos about this song. Wow. Um, it's it, it, She's not lying. It's got a minute and 25 second string intro that in fact is fantastic and beautiful. But I just want to get you the flavor of the lyrics. Jeff, if you'll start at 1.25. And when the angels come, they'll cut you down the middle to see if you're still there. To see if you're still there And underneath your ribs They'll find a heart-shaped locket An old photograph Of you and daddy's arms And then they'll sew you closed And give you back to the water From where we're all born From where we're all born and you'll feed the living You'll be a stranger And you'll be a friend You'll be the leper And you'll be the healer You'll be the hero And the tragedy And when they show you closed Give you back to the water my one of my favorite songs about death um and i love the like the huge picture of it like you come from water you're born of water you return to water when they burn your body there's two little piles of sand crystals all the rest was water like you've got this like and you're going to be the tragedy you'll be the love you'll be everything as you rejoin the universal but it starts at this tiniest detail like they cut you open and inside you like what is it what, what's at the heart of what you are it's a heart-shaped locket with a picture of you in daddy's arms. I mean, it just freaking murders me. And if there's anything, if there's anything, um, and I can't say that I, I've done this. No, I don't think anybody could do this, but that's what I was hoping for. Like if that, if that's what the girls can carry with them, yeah, them, that, I would be, you know, just over the moon thrilled. Uh, at what, at what point when she was asking you about this song, did you realize like, Oh, I, I know what song you're talking about. Oh, yeah. No, dude. Like, I was like, I can't believe that this penetrated. Something I did penetrated. Amazing. It's when the guitar comes in. With the oh, yeah. 
Uh, the whole thing just explodes for me. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get this the first couple of times you, you, you pushed it on me. Um, Cause I didn't listen all the way through. I was like, well, this is a weird song. And then I finally gave it the full four minutes and I, I was like, Oh, I'm all in forever on this song. Yeah, so right. such a brilliant, brilliant extra piece of music there. So good. Cloud cult. When water comes, and no alive. other good songs. No other good songs. Isn't that funny? Every opportunity, and it's really, like, I would say they're a one-hit wonder, but this wasn't a hit, so they're yeah. just a one good song wonder. <laughs> everyone's everyone's got one good one in them. All That's right, not true, <laughs> but lots of people have one good one in them. What do you got? Well, yes, I was going to pick my another one of my own songs because apparently I wrote about being a parent a lot on my record. I was going to pick Elegy, but I'm not going to do that because it's so cheesy to pick your own song too months in a row elegies about trying to explain george floyd to my daughter um that i wrote like five days after it happened um but this is the song i mean this is a uh, sappy obvious choice but when you're when an artist you've grown up with and really love writes a song about becoming a parent right around when you become a parent like why not lean hard into uh into it this is uh, ben folds gracie saw you when you came out You got your mama's taste but you got my mouth You will always have a part of me Nobody else is ever gonna see Gracie girl Cards to your chest, walking on your toes. What you got in the box, only Gracie knows. And I would never try to make you be anything you didn't really want to be, Gracie girl. Part of what I love about this song is, um, I as I as I made clear with Father the Son, I'm really um, skeptical of sap, of cliche. The song's a nursery rhyme. It's just, it's written as a like it sounds like a music box. It's got the little yeah, you know. But but Ben Folds is a cynical bastard, and so I think the combination works completely well for me. Like he's distrustful of his own con- unconditional love, um, and I would say that's a pretty good. Um, subtitle for my own autobiography like i second guess the moments of purity that i have because how could anything be pure in an imperfect world you know um so this song's good for me because it's a reminder that some things are uh some things really are just what they seem to be and that's okay and i love the fact that he names that uh at you know i have a son i have a daughter and my relationship with them is different when it's just the two of us like it's different having a son for me than it is having a daughter and not for all the gendered um stuff but just the difference in the communication between the two and my relationship with my daughter is different than my wife's relationship with our daughter which is different from when the three of us are together which is different from the four of us is together and that line there will always be a part of me that no one else is ever really gonna see um even if that's not 100% accurate, I know there's moments where B and I are just hanging out, we're just talking, where she's speaking about life in a way where being only with me liberates her to do so. And I think vice versa is the case as well. You know, yeah. like she's at the, she's joined a softball team this year. And so we're having that glorious, like, let's just go play catch, you know, and the yeah. random shit that comes out of kids' mouths when you can just get them doing one thing and talking about another thing. <laughs> like I'm learning so much about my kid this summer just from from like batting practice and throwing the ball around and that this that moment in this song, what's what you got in the box only gracie knows like b's old enough now to withhold anything she really wants to withhold like she's old enough for like how you doing fine and there's just something and uh to have the occasional key to that lock uh is uh that's a special special thing and i think that's more more what this song is about than anything else and the fact that he 
takes that complicated idea and wraps it up in strings and the simplest nighty night melody like that salt and sugar uh boy can i relate to that yeah what up what an amazing thing it is bring it dad and occasionally infuriating <laughs> very very frustrating there's that sometimes i wait sometimes i hope you're right about that locket and then this, I assume sometimes, like if you cut them open, there'd be a little scroll of paper that says, clean your room. <laughs> That's it. That's all that's there. Uh, all right. Well, happy Father's Day to the two of you. Happy Father's Day to all our listeners. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we, we hit some chords with these songs. But if you have other songs, uh, hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook and, um, and we'll start, we'll start shooting out to the world, uh, your songs, uh, that make you think of fatherhood in a very special ways. And if any of those songs that we shat on mean a lot to you, feel free to Sorry. completely ignore yeah. us. Who <laughs> yes. the hell are we to mess up, you know, those Cynical beautiful masters. moments for you. So, uh, all right, gentlemen, it's been great. I will see you in 2016. Done and done. Bye friends. Bye now. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.